The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we're catching up again with mining investor Tolga Kamova from his bunker in Bayside, Melbourne, where the COVID lockdown continues to grind away. Talking about grinding away, Tolga's been intent on turning the negative of the lockdown into a positive. He hasn't had a drink for two months and he's been working out in his garage gym to strip away the flat and replace it with muscle. Like the rest of us in lockdown Melbourne, Tolga has been enjoying an extra hour of freedom to get his daily step count up to something that Garen Perry takes a month to do. It's all having an impact too, as there's a rumour that he's been sounded out to appear in next year's full Monty if he has the time. Followers on Tolga on social media will know he's been as bustling as ever when it comes to investing in the junior mining space. Recently, he has made a number of new moves that have sparked interest as always. I'll ask him about those in a moment, as well as getting an update on some of his better-known existing investment positions. But first, I'm going to welcome Tolbert to the podcast. G'day, Tolbert, and thanks for your time today. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Barry, you're actually a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm in the wrong industry? Uh, I should be writing. Uh... You should have been a comedian, mate. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, um, now, Tolbert... Um, I mentioned there that you've uh, made uh, recently a couple of uh, new investment, uh, taken up new investment positions. I'm thinking of Firefly and Maximus. Uh, can you just run us behind uh, the thinking behind those? Well, can I give you a little bit of background on that Yalgu asset that Firefly mm-hmm. owns? When I was a stockbroker going back, I think it was just sort of started. I was wet behind the ears. I was 26, 27 years old. There was a little company called Prosperity Resources. Um, that actually owned that Yalgu asset. Oh, really? And they had been drilling some holes to the north of um, of the Melville deposit, which is what they're focused on right now. Um, and they'd been hitting some grade. It wasn't like it wasn't massive grades. It was like one, one and a half gram dirt. Um, and a guy named Mo Munchie came along, who some That's might know names. of. Yeah, he convinced me that um, not to bother looking at Yalgu anymore um, and went to Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And I th- and started drilling some holes, supposedly drilling some holes with some money that I'd raised back then. And I say it again quite clearly, I was wet behind the ears. Um, I got a very good lesson um, in mm-hmm. life from, from that woman. But what, what it does tell me is I, I've been in this industry for so long now, I'm now refinancing assets I used to own. Right. So, um, so this is yeah. the same asset that what you held, well, well you were... Way back, uh, a, a share, major shareholder in supporting, etc. What, fifteen or so years ago, is it? At least fifteen years ago. So it's two thousand six, two thousand seven, just before the GFC mm-hmm. happened. Um, funny thing. So, but no, it's it's um it's a interesting, exciting project, and the reason why I'm mostly excited is um well, a couple of things I should say. That whole system, um, that Yalgu belt. And especially on the land, on the licenses that um, Firefly hold, it was mined a hundred years mm. ago. And the reason why it's a hundred years ago, guys were mining like you know, thousand gram dirt, fifteen hundred, two thousand gram dirt by hand. 
They have all these little veins that are structured um, along along the structure. They were small veins, but they, were, they carried such incredible grades. They were mining just, you know, just by rock by rock, by piece by piece. Um, and it is three different types of mineralization there. They've got the porphyry, mm-hmm. which is what I'm most excited about. And that gives the scale but, potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. That's where you get the millions mm-hmm. of ounces. Um, and I'm pretty confident that they're going to hit gold in porphyry because I remember way back when, going back 15 years ago when we're looking at this, there was some hits in that in the porphyry which were mineralized. And again, it's not going to be, you know, I, I don't ex- I don't want to talk out of school. I don't think it's going to be 20 gram dirt there. Um, it's not a Bellevue style deposit, but one and a half, two grams um, with scale open cut is going to be pretty exciting, especially, especially if there's um these quartz veins and there's hundreds mm-hmm. of them um, around the area in that region, and especially and they've shot through the porphyry some of them, so they're going to be mining potentially you know one and a half, two gram dirt, and then go and hit something that's going a thousand grams. Um, it's going to be pretty exciting, pretty quickly. Mm. Imagine that sort of scenario gives them will probably give them an option of perhaps a an early starter project uh, focusing on some high grade positions and then as work up the bigger uh, porphyry type uh, position over time. Yeah, well, I was just, and, I, and again, the MD, ex-Northern Star, um, he was a mine geologist there. I think he was a chief mine geologist once upon a time when they were at Paulson's. Um, he's a guy that I rate the time I've spent talking to him. And again, this is what lockdown does to you. I normally would have spent probably a couple of days on site with this gentleman. I would have probably gone to drinks with him. I would have sussed him out. And now sitting and being stuck with lockdown, I don't get to do these things. But um, the time I've spent on the phone and the people that I've spoken to about mm-hmm. him, he's uh, highly competent, highly qualified, and he's someone I actually think is going to get lucky. Um, mm-hmm. So I put that on one side. But my personal opinion, I, I don't think he gets to the point where he starts to start a pit. I think it's either Romilius or Silver Lake or someone just goes – um, the second this looks like it's going to a million ounces of those grams open cut, this thing's gone. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it lasts that it's long. Good. Um, now, as far as you're aware, they're drilling up there now, are they? Um, they drilled. They drilled ten holes to, just to um, about two weeks mm-hmm. ago. And they've got the results back from those. Mm-hmm. Um, the they hit one of the holes hit like a meter at fourteen hundred grams, which is what we're kind of looking mm-hmm. for. A larger um, envelope. Then they've drilled to the, and that's a whole new structure. So that's not part of the old existing resource. So it's, um, and that's to the west. So they'll follow that up in the next program. Um, they've drilled the old resource just to see, and see if I can quantify it and see if I can grow it. Um, and they've got numbers back from that, which kind of confirm and extend what they were thinking. So I think they've got like, well, this is off, off the cusp, but I think about 50 meters at 1.7 from about 33 mm-hmm. meters. And that's, again, it's growing a resource. Mm-hmm. So, again, it goes back to what I was saying. Porphyry is going to grow. Um, the open pit's going to grow. They're going to have these high-grade shoots, high-grade veins, which will carry grade that will increase the overall grade. Um, but now they, the rig comes back, I think, next week, and they extend to the north, which is what I'm, I'm most excited about. I think it's about three or 400 metres away. There's a large porphyry um, that's exposed. Yeah. And if that's carrying grade, you know, anything over a gram at from surface is going to be pretty exciting, especially in today's gold price um, mm. environment. Yeah, it's funny how you were there 15 or so years ago uh, at the same asset. Um, um, 
now you're doing it, mm. uh, returning there, as it were, with the uh, gold price at, well, virtually uh, Australian record uh, prices. So. Yeah, $2,700. Mm. You can't go wrong. I, I say this to people. I'm like, well, gee, 15 years ago, shit just shows us you're getting older, Tolga. I am. I'm not a kid anymore, <laughs> mate. It's annoying. Hey, 15 years ago, you and I were having drinks that might have had it. When I was a kid. That, that, that's, that's true. We haven't really stopped doing that either. Um, <laughs> now, Maximus is another one that uh, you've recently invested in. What's the story there? Um, mate, no model exploration again. It's in some just south of well, it's the Waddle Dam asset that Romilius actually was built mm-hmm. on. Um, again, I, these, this was held by a management team that didn't do any work. They weren't really. It's more of a lifestyle company, and those guys have, have, um, have moved mm-hmm. on. And I'm talking about the rest of the board. I'm just talking about the MDs, historical MD. And I'm, yeah, management change, different set of eyes, different different team. Um, it's going to be, it's early days, To I'll be honest. It's, it's um, you know, they raised some funds. They've done a bit, a little bit of air core drilling. They jagged something about 300 metres away. It's like three at 85 grams or something um, from about 20 metres. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, again, it's early. But it's one another one of those assets. It's not like a, a lot of, again, I don't want to talk out of, out of school, but it's not a Bellevue thing where it's going to be millions of ounces from my understanding. Mm-hmm. What I'm, what I'm, the reason why I was there is there's so many plants in that region um, that are hungry for mm-hmm. feed. Uh, these guys, even if they found a couple hundred thousand ounces at 10 grams, so it sort of resembled what they had at Wattle Dam, um, it's going to be pretty valuable to someone very, very quickly. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that it's how Romelius got its start originally at uh, Waddle Dam. Which... Yeah, those grades. And then they moved on to Hill 50, which is why they didn't really focus on this. Romelius, they drilled some holes to the south and to the north, but they only did um, real shallow. I think the average depth was about 15, 20 metres. They just checked if there was extensions. Never drilled underneath it. These guys did a hole, 25 metre mm-hmm. hole. We went and hit um, yeah, 385. So it's a matter of following that up. I think the rig's there in about two weeks mm-hmm. from now. Um, I see they're just booking it in as we speak, um, and they'll you know they'll follow that up if it comes up with something interesting. Um, Bob's your uncle. If they don't. Well, there's other projects they've got uh, as well. And you've taken what was it a nine percent stake in Maximus? Yeah. Yeah. So I put a million dollars at nine uh, cents. It's, um, okay. So something to look out there. Uh, forward to it. I, 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 I love new management teams. Mm. Like one of my one of my you know. A different set of eyes, old assets, mm. existing deposits where there's gold already, real high grade. Yeah. Um, and a $2,600 Aussie gold price or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah that's right. And it's probably a, a good point now to just have a look at, uh, get a bit of an update on um, some of the other investments uh, you're well known for. AL8 uh, in the States, yeah. for copper, copper gold. What are you hearing? Copper gold. Um, yeah, so. They haven't started drilling their own holes just yet. Um, the the thing that I'm most excited about with them, the asset, is actually a gold asset. Um, about probably an hour and a half out of um, south of uh, Salt Lake. It's called mm-hmm. Drum. Um, target is called Mispar. Mm-hmm. And it's a large sediment-hosted mineralized system. Now, it's over 10 square kilometers. Um there's been historical drilling in the area. There's been historical mines in the area. Um, and this is the main reason why I'm excited. This asset's the main reason why I'm excited about ALA. Um, 
they'd start drilling it within. They've got to start drilling before the first of October. Mm-hmm. And the from from what I'm led to believe, the the, the project or the deposit is quite shallow. Mm-hmm. The oxide is only about ten mm-hmm. meters. Um, and once they get into the sulfides, and the reason why I'm kind of excited about it is they're mining the oxides and just leaving the sulfides and the old timers and them. So it's going to be interesting. It's 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 a Carlin style deposit. So it's going to be one of those. It's either very very large and very very you know deep. It's going to be a big structure. Um, mm-hmm. And is so, that one they're pursuing on a hundred percent basis rather than? Uh, uh, that's seventy thirty with a group called Tamra, um, which Tamra Mining is. I think they're almost bankrupt. Yeah. So I've um had so, that was down south in Midland. So ALA's taking the lead on the, on the project. Yeah. yeah, they're running on running out there. Um, and Rio's been drilling. Mm-hmm. They had sprayed a little while ago, um, and I think they're about to get the, the rest of the assay, that first hole back. And there's they've drilled three other much deeper holes mm-hmm. to target bigger bigger structures. So um, we'll probably expect them over the results of those over the next couple of weeks okay. as well. Are there any Indigenous caves on the property? Uh, indigenous indigenous caves on the property? Oh, I know, mate. Far mm-hmm. out. I, feel, I actually feel sorry for that guy, mm-hmm. Jax. Um, just fuck, and you know, I can tell you a lot about this, but um, you, just because you've got legal right, you're not actually thinking about this as CEO. You're running a multi-billion-dollar organization. It's not something on your head. Have your head roll mm-hmm. for it is um it's probably a bit tough to be honest, but it is what it is. And you know what? Someone scalp's got to go to keep some of the stakeholders happy, and that's that's what the board's obviously yeah, done for sure. Okay, um, Meteoric. Um, we all got a bit excited there when they were in uh, Brazil, um, but now there's, they've pivoted, changed focus to WA Gold. What are you hearing there? Man, this, this is what I love about this industry, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I, well, part of some aspect of I love about it. You know, you've gone to Brazil, and I went there, and I looked at the rocks. It looked interesting. I thought clearly there's got to be onto something. Um, there's a t- artisanal miners all over this thing that you're drilling under, mineralization's mm. um, got to be there. You're looking at the, the mineralizers, the, the, the obtrusives and the um, the alteration, you're like, oh, that's got to be mineralized and then comes back with nothing. <laughs> it's kind of strange, mm. right? But what I love about it is you can go, okay, well, if this doesn't work, um, what do we do next? You know, I hate it when companies sort of dwell on assets and keep putting money into no yeah, fall in love with them. Mm. Yeah, they fall in love with them. And I actually said, and this is one thing I like about Tungsi, said, mate, this thing's not working. We'll find something else. Go looking. Mm. We'll help you. Let's find another asset. Um, and one of our brokers in Perth, who was associated with the company, um, brought an asset to him. And it seriously, it looks interesting now. I mean, it looked interesting then. We couldn't understand why the guys selling it just weren't working mm. on it. Um, there's a, it's the old Palm Springs asset. It used to be a mine. Um, it used to be with paired up with a, a plant or an asset with Pantora now, nice. ones, um, which is 60 Ks away. Um, there's a resource there. There was a, the open pit. They were actually cutting it back. So they've actually op- exposed the mineralization. Um, so effectively, you just go in there and start mining mm-hmm. it. Um, there was nine historical house holes to the south. And they'd all hit good mineralization. The company's now drilled a couple of holes itself and they've extended it. I think they hit a 96 meter zone um, of alteration. They haven't announced the drill results, so we're still waiting for the um, assays. Yeah. But 
Um, oh, yeah, it'll, and that's another one. It doesn't need to be multi-million ounces. This Pantora has got a plant um, 40, 40 Ks away by the crow flies. So that's going to be pretty quick to market if it's some. Um, and there's an obvious buyer if it, if it does turn into yeah, something. Okay. So yeah, the, the CapEx uh, solution to getting into production doesn't is not an issue then. Um, when... And that's one of the beauties about doing business in WA. Like wherever you are, typically there's, there's plants close by. There's people have done the hard work. You know, doing the construction, doing the financing, have gone through all that difficult processes, and um, and usually, usually they want mm. feed. You know, and if you you find something in decent enough grade, um, there's somewhere for it to yep. go. Yep. Okay. Uh, New Century is an interesting one. They um, made the big splash there for the Goro nickel laterite project in New Caledonia, billion dollar sort yeah. of project. It's uh, fell over and they've walked away. What I found interesting was the market punished them for. A, when they announced that they were investigating the opportunity and then punished them again when they walked away from it. So what, what do you make of all that? It's quite funny. It's mm. ironic, eh? Um, oh, New Century's been a thorn in my side and I'm, I'm assuming a lot of uh, fund managers have probably witnessed it the same mm. way. Uh, before, oh, we'll talk about Goro. It's a massive, massive project, right? It's, a, it's I think they spent... Nine billion dollars building the thing, and it's cost them money, and they've never got the back end of the refinery mm, right. This is uh, Brazil, talking about Vale here. Um, and then finally, they changed strategy. You don't need to do, you know, produce nickel metal. You, you can produce the um, just the MHP and have that sent off to the, the refineries to produce, produce battery grade nickel and cobalt. So it's the, the strategy was right. Just the politics in mm. country. Um, your social right to work in New Caledonia, uh, and their their fight, or some a portion of fighting for independence, for as a French colony, um, kind of backfired in the end. They were, um, the the politicians there were saying, you know, we want more stake of it, and we want to, um, we don't want to, we want to be free carried for more of it, but and a whole bunch of issues they brought up in the last minute. Um, they're trying to generate more jobs and employment now, kind of backfired. The Barlow said we're closing it down. He said we're walking away. Um, so the second largest employer of that island is, is is now not going to be the second largest employer of that island. So it's it's um yeah it's backfired on them. But that's that's a whole different story. I mean, to be honest, it's probably such a large asset. It needs you know someone with a large balance sheet potentially to actually go mm-hmm. and do it. Um, having said that, it could have been successful. Mm-hmm. But in my view on New Century was you've got this asset at Century. Um, once you get it up and going and profitable, then you can go and do all these other things and become more creative and the market will probably support you, which is why they didn't support them at the mm-hmm. start and why they punished them in the end, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, having said that, the, the valuation is where it is right now is uh, also doesn't make much sense to me either. Um, and I know why it's there. It's because basically... The management team haven't really delivered on on, on the BFS. Um, they were meant to process 15 million tons and I'm meant to get a 60%, 62% recovery. They haven't got 12 million tons and they haven't processed, they're not even processing 55, 50% recovery. So it's it's that's got to be hurting. And that's why most farm managers haven't really gone there. You've said one thing and you've not come close to it. So it's, it's kind of disappointing. Um, but... Having said that, at the same time, what they have said at the moment, the information that's out there, they said we're going to produce between 300 and 350 million pounds per annum. 
That's their mm-hmm. forecast. They've said it's somewhere between 85 and 90 cents a pound is what it's costing mm-hmm. them. Um, and current price is $1.13. So let's say they're making about 25 cents. Per pound, um, yep. Mm-hmm. Per pound, US, per pound yep. US. Um, you extrapolate that out, you know, 300, let's say again, the midpoint of what their production is, 325 million pounds at 25 cents US, um, divided by the Aussie dollar. And, you know, they're on track for about 100, 110 million Aussie. Come up with some big numbers vis-a-vis the market cap. Yeah. Which, is, which, is, which is basically the market mm. cap. But at some point when the penny drops, I suspect, and this is my opinion, I suspect when the penny drops and they're making $110 million, and you can see it clearly, mm-hmm. um, that stock re-rates and re-rates quickly. And, yeah, I don't think that's too far away. I think it's this, their quarterly, um, September quarterly should come out with some decent, should come out with decent numbers. Um, again, been disappointed before, and I think one fund managers are waiting to see. Um, so your downside from here is not very far. Um, and your upside, if they start spitting out numbers like they forecast and what they've you know, forecast and told the market they're mm-hmm. going to do, then it could be quite interesting real quick. Yeah. Okay. All righty, Tolga. Um, I don't want to keep you from your second hour of freedom um, in the lockdown, which is a uh, bit of a, a stroll this afternoon, I, I imagine. So thanks again uh, for your time. Uh, lots of valuable insights as always and plus uh, lots of enthusiasm as always there for the junior sector. So uh, lots to uh, follow there. So thanks again for your time and uh, look after yourself. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening.